listening to Nerds on Film with Brian Moriarty, Sarah Ashley, Sean Moriarty, and Roxy Noberry. What's going on, nerds? Sean Moriarty here. Uh, we don't have a brand new episode for you this week, and we apologize, but we just had some scheduling conflicts. So what we decided to do was to pull a lost episode from November of 2015 and share it with all of you. Now, this episode was topicless, and it's just Brian, Sarah, and Roxy, and they do a whole lot of speculation on what is going to happen in Star Wars The Force Awakens. We thought it would be an interesting time capsule to think about that we all know what happened in that movie now. So what were we thinking before then? And, and it's interesting to see how right a couple of uh, us were and how wrong <laughs> we were too. So I hope you guys enjoy this, and uh, I'll be talking to you a little bit later in the feedback section so we can do some updated feedback. You guys enjoy this lost episode from November. We've asked this question a lot, but what have we seen lately? A lot of butts. Really? Oh, yeah. Have you been at the beach or something? Lots of butts. Nude beach. Tons of butts. Like Tina Belcher level butts. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Lots of butts in jeans, butts in spandex, butts in underwear, just butts. Why? I have a thing for butts, Brian. You got a problem with that? She does have is a thing Is this a film? Is this a film where someone just No, like but I have seen... Slow motion? You no know whose butt I did see recently that I really enjoyed watching for the last time ever? Daniel Craig's in Sky... In, uh, the fucking... Spectre. Spectre? I was like, Skyfall. Because <laughs> you know what? Skyfall was better. Honestly, you guys, I know y'all haven't seen it yet, but Spectre... Ugh. It was just kind of disappointing. You didn't like it? I've heard great things about it. That's the. It was, okay, first of all, it was two and a half hours long. That was the same thing as Skyfall. 30 minutes too long. I okay. felt the first act and the last act were really strong, but the middle totally lost me. I mean, it's just, okay, being, the introduction of the villain, right, which is placed by, played by Christoph Waltz, uh, was pretty awesome. But there's just this lull that happens in the middle where, you know, Bond is really just trying to battle him. And uh, the introduction of the, the bombshell, the, the Bond girl, as it were, Le- played by Leia Seydoux, uh, that was kind of boring. I kind of almost drifted off, to be honest with you guys. It's, I was disappointed Oh, you myself. caught a bit of Sarah where you fell asleep during James Bond movies? Yeah, with my eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> like, I lost consciousness. That no. must be creepy. Yeah, it was kind of bad. Um, but I was by myself, so nobody cared. <laughs> yeah, I saw this by myself. That's how, like, willing I was going to see this like i was just so excited and that unfortunately i left disappointed i will say this however i felt that in all of the daniel craig bond movies like this probably uh i think it did a really successful job at kind of encapsulating his time as bond you Mm. know it it touched on all the previous films in really cool ways um but it didn't do enough you know it just it just barely it just barely kind of I guess captured the excitement and the the sort of passion that the original Bond movies had with mm. with Craig and especially Casino Royale. You mm-hmm. know, Casino Royale is my favorite one of of the four. Um, followed with Skyfall and then Quantum of Solace. Ugh, I was not impressed. And then unfortunately, I'm gonna have to rank Spectre as you know dead last because as tried as much as it did to be the the grand finale. Nobody wanted to make this movie. There's reports out there talking where Sam Mendes and Daniel Craig both complained about the whole process. And Daniel Craig, like, pretty much hated it the whole time. Well, he time. gave oh, a very, very honest interview about that yeah, he would only he would play rather... Bond again if they gave him a lot of money. Oh, there yeah. And he said he'd rather die. Yeah. <laughs> and you see them. I mean, that's talk about 
fairly dramatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see them at all these press events and things like that, and nobody's smiling. Nobody's really enjoying their time together. They're just doing it for money and for publicity, for yeah. the sake of it being a Bond movie, you know? And so all that to say um, it is just bittersweet. Yeah. You know, that's my Roxy review. <laughs> but what else? What else has everyone seen? Well, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do like a quick match because I've seen I've seen a lot of movies. Nice. Um because of the free time. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Fun employment. Working actor. Uh-huh, okay. With lots of free time in the evenings. Um so let's start with uh Crimson Peak. Oh my gosh. We've all seen it at this point, huh? I thought you did. Oh. Said I wanted to. Visually spectacular right i agree uh very very cookie cutter uh ghost story yeah almost so, point for point yeah it's just acting like... isn't necessarily bad the acting is actually very good in the films with the material they're given but uh-huh. the story is just very <sighs> yeah it's you know, contrived when you know what guillermo del toro is capable of mm-hmm. it's a little disappointing um that being said, it's not an unenjoyable movie. It's mm-hmm. actually an enjoyable movie quite a bit. But if you also, if you know one, if you know any good ghost story, you know that the ghosts aren't the real monsters. They're the real monsters. They're not the real threat. Yeah. So that is very true without spoiling the plot. That is very true in this film. Uh, I will say Jessica Chastain, man. Yeah. She makes a killer performance. She does. Uh, <laughs> I saw The Intern. I don't know if we've talked about that. The Intern. Is that the Anne, Anne Hathaway, Hathaway movie? Anne Hathaway Robert and De Robert De Niro movie. Yeah. So... Cute, very cute. Yeah, like not great, but cute. It was a late August release. It was a late August release. It lived up to its title, although it better than most late August releases. De Niro can literally read the phone book, and it be and that's what kind of what it felt like with this movie that he was reading the phone book. He was reading a phone. He book. was very he very when you've seen him in The Godfather and you've seen him in Taxi Driver and you see him do this, it's like, huh, he's very. Much in his phase of I'm in my early 70s and I don't give a fuck what people think anymore. I'm just going to do movies that I want to do. But yet he's still, there's moments that are still very like charming. It's a good chick flick. And it's interesting because he's not playing these wounded characters emotionally. He's just playing this average guy who is looking for something to fill his time because he's retired, you know. So that was, I thought that was very cute. Anne Hathaway does a very good job in the movie as well. Mm. Is this her first post Oscars film or no? No, because she did Interstellar. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But um, she's she's coming back. So her she has a slow burn right now. I think in film roles. This is her first cutesy movie. I think since The Devil Wears Prada. There you go. And uh, I mean, and that's I mean, all in kind mm-hmm. of agreement. That's a very cutesy issue. I mean, it was. It, you know what? I feel like actually, Devil Wears Prada was set up to be a cutesy movie, but yeah. actually, ultimately, was elevated because of Meryl Streep. There you go. So good point. She yeah. was nominated. Well, she can be nominated for anything. Yeah, she'd point. be nominated for sneezing. So. I will say, uh, I'm glad I saw it before it got pulled from the theaters. We'll talk about that news in a bit, a bit oh. too, is I saw Steve Jobs. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I cried. I mean, it's people are <laughs> no strangers to the fact that I, I love Apple for a multitude of reasons. Most I won't share. Um, but Most I, think, I won't share? Oh, my God. That's so elusive. I love it. Um <laughs> But I mean, like we're recording this on a Mac right now. Yeah. We release it through the iTunes store. It's in the Apple M4A mm. format. So I mean, that says a lot about. You know, I, I we all have iPhones. We're in this Apple room. files. Exactly. I'm not. No, Sarah's a hybrid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that being said, uh, and Sarah will not hesitate to tell her, tell you that either. Anyway, um, I just want to make it perfectly clear that I'm not addicted to Apple. Yeah. So, <laughs> Steve Jobs is a very elusive man. 
Um, there's a lot of stories about how much of a dick he was. Mm. There's also a lot of stories of how awesome he was as a human being, too. Everyone agrees that he had a very dark period in his early youth where he was a, he was a complete egomaniac. Mm. I think toward the end of his life, that changed quite a bit. Are you when, t- so you're talking about him as a young adult? As a young adult. Which we're talking about in the days, and that's what this movie kind of shows. Like the days of Apple being in his garage. Uh, there's a couple scenes of that. There's So the movie basically is three product launches. Uh-huh. The product launch of the original Macintosh, the product launch of the next computer, the next Cube, and then the product launch of the original iMac. And when you say three product launches, the film is literally like going through... It's three each... acts, and each act is... Each act is, is a each scene. launch. Oh, okay. uh, it's different phases in his life, right? Uh-huh. So when you get to the iMac, um, you see... It, I mean, you still see the Jobs who is very like a very strong-minded person, but he's a different Jobs than he was in at the beginning, which is, is, is good to see. And they changed the ending, apparently, from the original oh. ending to give him a bit more redeemability. Really? Why didn't you Question. do that? Huh. Was he still parking in handicapped parking spots? <sighs> they never talked about that in the movie. What? Whatsoever. Yeah, it's a real thing. Why? He used to park in handicapped parking spots all the time. Oh, my God. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a special level in hell for people like that. But he's <laughs> still like class A narcissist. Well, he, I mean, he didn't do that toward the end of his life. Or actually, he may have had good reason to do it toward the end of his life. I know. Of the I mean, that that's but, excuse. But in the beginning, I, I mean. Don't, yeah, I don't, I won't speak to that. Talk about being but loved and hated. What the movie does show is that every person has the capability to redeem themselves. Mm. Uh, which is hard for some people to accept. That if you can be a class one asshole and to come back from that that's that's some people just can't let go of of, right. of that but that being said great acting michael fassbender michael yeah. fassbender was, was knocked out he got the intonations and the tone of jobs perfectly which i, I mean him. there had to have been a reason to give him that role because he doesn't look like jobs you know yeah. so but he can do it he can but, it. but if you but if you can yeah. emulate it then that's mm-hmm. and capture that spirit that's you know arguably more important oh absolutely yeah uh, and because remember, Christian Bale was originally going to be Steve Jobs <gasps> back when it was a different director. Mm-hmm. Oh, when Danny right. Boyle took over the project, it was it became yeah. and then Fassbender. and then mm-hmm. the other Steve Jobs movie, when the, cat, the Ashton Kutcher one, Ashton Kutcher one. We're not talking about that movie. <laughs> I'm just saying, Ashton We're Kutcher. We're not actually, talking about that movie. That's the Voldemort of movies. He looked like Steve Jobs though. <laughs> he looked like a young Steve Jobs. That they nailed true. it. Steve Jobs is half Indian. That's what. That's the the or. Mm-hmm. That's the no the undercover thing. Well, that Ash, don't he know. had the same hair I'm and the saying, jawline. Was, he looked a lot yeah. like him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Moving Kate on. Winslet too, though. Huh? Yeah, Kate, amazing. Oh, good. She's gonna get a supporting actress Love nomination. Her. Just she for better the, come back yeah. into the award. She was great. Movie scene. Um, I miss she was, her. Uh, Jeff Daniels was really? great too. Jeff yeah, Daniels is really, really great. great. Seth Rogen. Oh my God! Okay, okay, okay. He plays Wozniak. Was he oh, so was he being Seth Rogen or was no. he being Steve Wozniak? He was not being Seth Rogen. Go figure. Yeah, I mean, there's the thing is, there's a point where I don't think Rogen has gotten to the point where he's really put on the different layers of a character. Per he hasn't se. gotten to the Jonah Hill level yet. He hasn't gotten to Jonah Hill level yet, but he's there's subtle there's subtle nuances that he brings to the character that shows that he's not playing dumb stoner, <laughs> you know, yeah. Seth Rogen. But it's it's not like a full transformation. Right. As, Make the Seth Rogen sound again. <laughs> you know, the, whatever his dumb laugh he does. I want to make that my ringtone for yeah. you. Love Seth Rogen, by the way. Just saying. Um, in, a, in a nutshell, that's kind of what I've seen 
lately. There's still stuff I want to see. There's a ton of stuff I want to see that I haven't had a chance I to get know, to. I know. I know. Life is so hard. I've seen a lot of previews lately. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, your life is so sad. No, my life is just so busy. Yeah, that's what I um, <laughs> No, I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to Suffragette. When oh, that comes my out. God. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously, Sarah's oh, looking forward to that one. So um sad. There's a lot of movies that I want to see. I just haven't been to the theater since I saw The Martian. So nice. But I've been watching some Netflix. <gasps> what you seen? What you um, seen? I actually just started the other night. I started watching the um, new Enzies and Zari TV series Master on Netflix. Of None. Master of None, and so it's good. good. Yeah, I know, right? It's surprisingly good. Okay, that episode about have the parents, yeah, where they talk about their stories, like that is honestly so beautifully done mm-hmm. if that episode doesn't get nominated i yeah. don't know i mean what, what, i i will like, say I'll, you know i know the nerds on film but you know we see what we can get um so good you you have to film tv in order for people to see it so um <laughs> <laughs> that argument is so null <laughs> whatever i'm going with it um i i will say that it's actually a very masterfully crafted show in that it's filmed Pretty artistically, I, I feel like they put a lot of thought into Kinda it. Reminds and, me of Louis. Yeah, the way it's the way it's written, it's just yeah. it's very smart. Totally, and it's not shove it down your face funny. It's right. it's you know we're we're funny because it, this is real life, yeah. and real life is funny. So, yeah. um, so I really appreciate that. Um, I've also been watching Ash versus Evil Dead. Oh shit! And it is so good. Nice. It is so. It's everything I want. That wa- counts because it's based off of a movie. Yeah, yeah, it's everything I wanted it to be and more. Oh, um, sick! And I'm really, I'm really pleased to see how they're expanding on it. Um, I am disappointed that they can't really talk about the events of Army of Darkness as much, and mm. that's just because um, uh, all three Evil Dead movies were all filmed under different. Um, uh, studios and they don't actually have the rights to Army of Darkness. That's shitty. So they don't get to talk about it, but they're hoping that eventually that might change. Um, mm-hmm. So that was really fascinating to learn, but uh, the sh- if you guys aren't watching this show, you absolutely have to. It's It's got all the same kind of cheesy gore that the first ones had and the same kind of like awesome one-liners and like Bruce Campbell's like better than ever. He's and a it's, badass. It's just so good. And fucking Lucy Lawless is in it. Oh my God. So yes. that needs to be a reason to watch it too. Yes. And all the supporting characters that they have, um, the new characters that they add, they've added in are just spot on great. Speaking of stars, mm. I mean, if you're going to go with that, I saw a new series on there called Flesh and Bone. Mm. And it's an eight-part uh, limited series. And it's basically Black Swan meets Center Stage. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's, it's The only common thread so there I know is ballet. ballet yes. Okay. okay very yes. dark twisted ballet school. It actually has the same a lot of the same actors from Center Stage. Well, that's just because they're really good dancers. Well, yeah. I mean, that and it, 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 it's a callback to that mm-hmm. movie honestly if this is like the dark and twisted version of center stage wait 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 wait, wait. But it's so, a ballet company is supposed to a ballet school or what uh, bo- uh no it's a ballet company okay and uh, so, it takes you know ballet students as it were and it has them audition and uh it's that's it's you know the main that the protagonist is a uh, you know fresh-faced doughy-eyed girl from the wrong side of the tracks who's trying at the big leagues and turns out that she has a pretty severe and expansive uh history um so i'm gonna say there are lots of trauma lots of sadness and lots so of so you say dark and twisted center stage so i'm imagining <laughs> a mandy moore soundtrack done with trent reznor 
yes. Okay. Totes. That's exactly. Wow. It. Check it out, you guys. All it's only eight episodes long. Okay. And it's 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 pretty fucking awesome. Nice. Stars Network has come out with some mm-hmm. great material lately. I mean, girl, you and I'll talk They're all forever about Outlander. Game, for yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Outlander. Oh my god, I can't wait for it to come back. Me oh, too. 2016 can't get here. Danny Gobbledong. And on that note, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nerds on Film. I'm Brian Moriarty. I'm Sarah Ashley. I'm Roxy Newberry. Guys, you know what? We Sean's were thinking, missing. Sean yeah. is missing. Did yes. you kill him finally, Brian? I did. Did you overpower him? I did. Which <laughs> means I hope the FBI does not listen to this episode. <laughs> because Sorry. I'm fucked if um, that's the case. You fuck Sean? Oh, God. That's creepy. Only, when he, only after he died. <laughs> that's... Um, Wow. Necrophilia incest. I love that's a new genre, huh. isn't it? <laughs> I love how that doesn't get an act bar, but homosexual <laughs> necrophilia incest. Wow. D- Nailed it. Triple. That's I a triple mean, threat. Yeah. 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 That is the triple axle of the fucked up. Well, I mean, I'm not, I don't, homosexuality is not fucked up, but no, incest and necrophilia is. Thank you. That's what I meant to say. God, thank you, Sarah. If, what do I do without you? Or probably end up in a hole somewhere. Um, <laughs> uh, no, Sean isn't here because he did have to run away. Run this, away. this recording session is getting pretty late. So, um, and he is in. He had technical difficulties. Yeah. So delayed the. He's in, he's in Colorado time. So he had to scurry off. Can't wait for the karaoke. Yeah. Episode. He's busy planning a wedding, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. He's going to the chapel. Which we're excited he's because gonna get married. Speaking of which, venue and date have been selected. Hello. So yeah, and I'm very happy because I will be the best man. And I'm at gonna the be so, so drunk. Oh my god! And gonna I'm gonna be so there to drunk. hold your hair. Oh, you're gonna be the best hair holder ever. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be wonderful. So, um, <laughs> occasionally Harvey Firestein will be making appearances. Oh, why not? Depending on what kind of alcohol I drink. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. We we got to thinking. You know what? We haven't done in a while a topic less episode. Orgy. What? So that's what we're um, gonna do tonight. Now we're not just gonna bullshit. We will talk about stuff that's going on in filmdom. I mean, I'm gonna bullshit a little. Well, we're gonna bullshit a little bit, but we're gonna all we're gonna do kind of a to quote quote Kevin Smith a utility belt level episode. Mm. Are we, we gonna like create Tusk or something? No. <laughs> no. So are no. we gonna have to do like those kind of shit? You no, know? Just, we're not gonna devote to one topic is okay. what we should say. Yeah, we're just gonna talk about a bunch of stuff that happens to be somewhat current and maybe go off on many tangents. Yeah. Um, like we tend to do. Like we tend to do. Uh, it basically what Real talk, because we had technical difficulty with the karaoke episode, we wound up being short an episode, but we really need to get it out there, so we're just doing this. <laughs> and it's going to be fun, and we're all going to have a great time. We've been wanting to shoot the shit for a long time, and yeah. glad we get to do it now. Yeah, yeah it's fine. And plus, we've had we've found a bottle of wine at this point, so mm-hmm. we're, we're all feeling very comfortable. I got a lot of wine burps for y'all. Yeah. Coming I mean, I, I sobered back up again, so. Literally. But whatever. Yeah. You're still, you know, there's antioxidants that are in wine that are in that your bloodstream true. still. That is true. You're feeling good. Yeah. My... I had dark chocolate oil today, so I'm feeling really good. Oh, my God. And my so... coffee is only sliding, slightly starting to wear off. Yeah. So I just, I'm saying I'm doped up on dopamine, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. So let's, so what's been going on? So the one thing I thought, we, the, Roxy, you were, were mentioning before we recorded that I that was, was alluding to. Alluding to. Is... What is long overdue, the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, fuck yeah, they're finally getting around to that. Thank you. Yeah, they still haven't cast uh, the lead yet. Well, that's not true. They have Gal Gadot. They haven't, yeah. cast, they haven't found the director yet, is what I should say. The rumor is that Nicole Kidman... Um, Would be playing Hippolyta. Or... Cheetah. 
an, a villain. Some, yeah, which probably other. would be either Giganta or Cheetah. <laughs> Cheetah. Um, God, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Some sort of Aztec, not Aztec. Um, Amazon. Amazon, thank some you. Some sort of Amazonian villain. Okay, yeah. fair. Um, which is actually, so the one thing that is very, it's not confirmed because they haven't done their press release from DC yet, but it's that Chris Pine is very close mm-hmm. to being involved with the movie. Now, back in May, there was speculation that he was in the running to play Steve Trevor. Uh, which, if, for for anyone who does not know Wonder Woman, uh, Steve Trevor is the lowest lane of the story. He's he's the the man in distress. He's the army guy who gets in trouble, and Wonder Woman has to come. I love it and save his ass. But they also help each other. Like they they make a good team. And yeah. yet, the funny thing is, for many many decades, this isn't necessarily the case now. Uh, Diana Prince, her alter ego, worked with. Steve Trevor in the military, but he never fucking put the two together that they were the same person uh, because of the glasses. <laughs> because of the goddamn glasses. Because of the goddamn glasses. That was oh. a 1950s convention. God, that, those that fucking glasses. Hey, you know, Clark Kent syndrome is a thing. It is. Um, like an invisibility cloak? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. But Jesus. so. Do you get like that weird psychological? No, it, what it is is that everybody in the fifties had face blindness. That's what I was gonna say. Do you yeah. like develop that fucking condition yes. with There's the glasses? There's face blindness today. Face blindness is pretty rampant today. No, I know. I'm just. I was just saying that everybody in the fifties had face blindness. Yeah, yeah, everybody. That's why that worked. Yeah. No, it's on so, history. <laughs> there you go. Um, but what is interesting though is that Pine is also speculated was speculated for a bit to be the replacement for the Hal Jordan Green Lantern in the in development Green Lantern core movie. Because, Honestly, Chris Pine can do no wrong. No, yeah. I, I don't I have I have every confidence he would play either part. Agony da, 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 Oh my god, that part was so good. Speech. So uh the thing but so that movie is gonna be cool because that's that's both gonna be Hal Jordan and the John Stewart Green Lanterns plus couple of the people you saw from but the But here's the controversy movie. about it recently, yeah. is that there was recently a photograph posted of Chris Pine posing with a co-star, and they're both in uh, World War II costumes, essentially. People were, were citing that the costumes that they're wearing uh, were timepieces indicative of World War II. Was it, was it a... Um... Was it a screen test or was no, it? It's no, just it was them like, standing into their like, trailer. Yeah, by a trailer. Like, yeah. Oh, but they haven't announced a director for Wonder Woman yet, so it no. But be... they're still in costume, and they're still for it's it's directly from the set of Wonder Woman. So that's, they that's that's the controversy, Brian. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Nothing's been announced, and for some reason, this actor decided to post this picture. And I think it was just probably a costume test, and I don't know. Could be. Or it could be a shot that's being done for Justice League. Maybe. Because no, they're saying it's for Wonder Woman. So. And I think they do have a director. I'm gonna I'm gonna find the article. Double check it, because as far as I remember, they they've been close to, but they haven't found a director uh, yet. Um, Beg to differ. But so the rumor is with this Wonder Woman woman movie is that it takes place before Justice League. It takes place before the events of, uh, or before even the events of Batman versus Superman. Mm -hmm. This actually would be the direct, where she is in Batman versus Superman uh, is because of what happens in this movie. So what she's looking for. And there's lots of speculation. One of the speculations is that she's looking for, uh, it's very kind of an Avengers-like plot, but it's the, the... Ares, the Greek god of war, of course, uh, has there is a supernatural weapon, a sword that would be able to unleash chaos on Earth, and she's trying to find the sword before he gets to it. 
very very tesseract loki kind of business going on so wow okay i found the article sorry to to backtrack about wonder woman it says here it's it's on nerdist.com it's called first woman first wonder woman cast photo confirms major rumor and it's officially started shooting and one of the cast members his name is um saeed tagmawi tagmawi i don't know um and it's it was posted on his Facebook in costume next to Chris Pine. Uh, it says the clothing worn by them is appears to confirm the Wonder Woman rumor uh, about let's see sequences set in the past in World War One. Actually, oh, I thought it was World War Two. It says uh, it's not clear whom Tagomoli will be playing in the film, but the period clothing appears to suggest that Wonder Woman will be partially set during World War One. That may mean that Pine Steve Trevor will only be around for the sequences set in the past. Right. Considering I mean that- Wonder Woman has a closer ties to World War Two in her comic history and in the Wonder Woman seventies TV series, it's odd that this movie is using the World War One as her intro. Well, the thing is that Wonder Woman is several centuries old. Yeah. She doesn't age. Right, she's, she's already it, hundreds of years old at that point. Right, and, and she's because she's a demigoddess. That's why, like mm-hmm. she's and to and at some point in the comic book, she becomes a full on goddess. So oh, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. that 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 doesn't bother me whatsoever because they could do her in World War One, World War Two, or even in the fucking Middle Ages, and then mm-hmm. they could have her in the modern era, and it would be, would be fine because mm-hmm. uh, she has that wealth of story that they could. Could go and from. apparently, when uh, Kidman set to either star as Hippolyta or Cersei, you were right, Brian. Yeah, Cersei would be fun because she's a she's a magical villain. She's one who has the ability to change people into animals. Mm-hmm. So that would be an interesting thing to play with. Maybe she turns, you know, the world I starts just, turning. I want to know who's going to direct this. You know, like that's what throws me off so much because if they haven't announced a director yet, what? Who is shooting this movie? Who is directing this movie? The only thing I can think of is if they are doing some previs or some pre-production stuff for <gasps> Justice League, it may come in handy to the plot line. There might be a flashback scene that they're using Says in those films. Patty Jenkins? I thought Patty Jenkins dropped it. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Hmm. I'm looking at an article. I thought she, yeah, she was originally set to do it and I think she dropped the project. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But, well, let's 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 theorize here. Kevin Smith's Wonder Woman. No. Set in the no. neighborhoods of New Jersey. No. <laughs> David Fincher's Wonder Woman. Set in the snowy mountains of Sweden. That'd be really violent. One woman with a Wonder Woman tattoo. The Coen Brothers Mixed. version of Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh my god, that would be funny. Oh a dark god. comedy. A dark comedy. A dark, a very, very... And Francis McDormand would be playing Hippolyta. The uh-huh. Quentin Tarantino version of Wonder Woman. <laughs> She's a uh, gun wielding... Zoe Bell would be playing... Mm-hmm. Dominatrix. Yeah. <laughs> and there'd be a lot, of, hearing... a lot of close-ups of feet. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Just true. a whole movie about her feet. <laughs> and only Uma Thurman's feet. Only yeah. her feet. Yeah. Uma Irma makes a Oh my God, if Sean Uma was here, Irma? take that. Who's, who's Uma Irma? Uma Irman? <laughs> Uma Irman? What did I say? I don't Uma know. Irma? You're drunk. Uma Thurman, y'all. I'm sorry. It's getting late. Uma Irman. <laughs> Uma Irman. <laughs> Silly. Oh, Lord. Who yeah. else can we speculate? No, that wouldn't work. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it's an unknown. Damn it. I wouldn't be surprised. Joss yeah. Whedon. 
I mean, if we're if we are to believe IMDb, Patty Jenkins is still labeled as the director who for is that film. Patty? So we'll see. We we could be we can still have fun and we can still fantasize of who could do this. And who's to say that you know if we know as we know many franchises go, mm-hmm. she probably won't be the director for all of the Wonder Woman movies. I got movies. it. Carrie Joji Fukunawa's Wonder Woman. She's actually a part of the Illuminati, and it's all a plot for a cult, mm. and the cult. Sacrifices children. Ooh, so she's like some ancient member of the Illuminati who she's been trying to keep the world in control, mm-hmm. and she infiltrates the Justice and League. And she teams up with Tom Hanks, and they go find, they they solve the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> You're welcome, okay. America. His name is Robert Langdon. His name was Robert Paulson. Jesus. What? His name oh was Robert Paulson. Oh, they solved the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> they solved the Da Vinci Code. Bob. Like, as Bob if the Da Vinci Code is an algebra problem. <laughs> exactly. Solve for X. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I got a C in algebra, too. Oh, God. Exactly. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. PEMDAS! <laughs> <laughs> you can never go wrong with PEMDAS. No. Nope. But now we're in a binomial. God damn it. <laughs> I hate math. Uh, so that was fun yeah. solve it you guys problem solved problem solved so let me can we talk about the elephant in the room the bantha in the room as it were what's the what's a bantha first of all Roxy really? get out you it's, I am revoking your nerd cred. I've been drinking and it's late and I'm Star tired Wars. Star Wars oh. banthas those big woolly mammoth looking creatures I was like is that an acronym for like big angry Nomadic, toothless horses. Okay, I'll stop talking. You forgot the A. <laughs> I you said for, angry. You Fanta? the second A. Oh, Fanta. There's two. Oh, horse asses. <laughs> <laughs> horse assholes. I mean, I liked where she was going with it for a while, but Big ladies and gentlemen, angry. we are sorry for Roxy. I know. I cannot believe you don't know what a fucking Bantha is. I don't know. What, I don't even know what I am. We want to get existential. She's Who having an existential we? crisis. We um, are such things that stars are made of. Okay? You're a tauntaun. That's what you are. I am a fucking tauntaun. So, we, we do you know what a tauntaun is? Shut up, Sarah. What about a wampa? <laughs> no, I'm a Wilhelm scream at this point. Okay, <laughs> just fading into you know, obscurity. Jesus Christ! Wow, that, <laughs> that was really deep. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> Psych major in the house. Holla! No. I don't yes. know what the fuck I'm talking about half the time. Could have helped to... Continuing. Okay. Anyway. Go on, Brian. Even, yeah. Just keep going. What's the bantha in the room? What's the bantha in forward? the room, Brian? We haven't talked about Star Wars in a while. We God. haven't talked about Star Wars in a while. Particularly 789, which, if listeners who have been listening from the beginning remember, we yeah. kind of predicted was going to happen. Why did 789 come before 123? Because you had to plan the whole thing. <laughs> You're welcome. <Yes. laughs> womp womp. That's a meme. <laughs> Yeah. Wampa Wampa. I still uh, the internet. Wampa Wampa. Yes. I mean, we're less than a month away now. I know. At this point. I, or not such a, we're about, well, no, by the time this comes out, it's yeah. less than a month away. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm so excited. We're a little more than a month from when we're recording. But, like, we're starting to see the TV spots. We're starting to see the final trailers. We're starting to see, you know, we're now speculation. Why is Luke not on the trailer? Mm-hmm. All this fun shit is happening. So let's take a second and let's just geek out a little bit about Star Wars. Dude, Ray. I can already tell is like gonna be like one of my favorite characters, For feminist sure. icon of the new. She looks so great. I geeked out because first of all, so there's there's been now several images of Finn wielding a lightsaber. She's like, mm-hmm. ooh, <laughs> new Jedi. Mm-hmm. But there's also there was this kids commercial for one of the toys, 
And they had the character, the girl. So they had the kid playing Finn and the kid playing Ray. And the kid playing Ray force pushed a stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I'm like, what? Wait, 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 wait. Spoiler. It's in the commercial. It's, how is it a spoiler if it's in the commercial? It's a spoiler. No, you're saying that the commercial's spoiling the thing. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But wait, potentially, Brian, you just contradicted yourself. I mean, it could it could potentially be, or it could be bullshit. So I mean, oh. that, I mean, it it's a toy commercial. It could be a decoy. It could be. I mean, mm. toy commercials aren't you know they're probably not always going to have super high levels of accuracy. Not pretty to the, all the plot details. Yeah. yeah. Chosen one Fair. though, you guys. So I uh, yeah no there's. There's a lot that that is really fucking excited about this. Um, I'm already. I, I really like where they're going. This is gonna seem really silly. I like where they're going with like BB-8, kind of by, kind of being like this new spunky little droid because I feel like that's gonna be who they've now released as a female programmed droid as well. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, which is to me is fascinating because I didn't think astromech droids had gender programming. Sure. Um, so th- I mean, hey, awesome. Don't yeah. get me wrong, awesome, but still just interesting because. Yeah. How do you feminize a character who talks in beeps and whistles? Two words: space balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Dot. Um, but she was. Dot. A, but she was a protocol droid, though. That was the thing. Yeah. Whatever. So Still a droid. They had. They've had feminine programmed yes. protocol droids yes. in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Um. But I. But I like the idea of of having a spunky little droid play that sort of. Um. How do I put it? You know. Whereas. Je ne sais quoi. No, whereas like the Ewoks were really there to help appeal to children, yeah. um, and fortunately they had Jar Jar. But um, <laughs> I feel like there, I feel like that's kind of like a really smart, spunky character that will appeal to to kids and adults alike. Ooh. And so that's kind of the thing that I'm really looking forward to seeing how like that like aspect it. of the movie develops. Just kind of having this like little rolly soccer ball kind of following yeah. her around. And apparently, <laughs> it's it functions the same way as. R2 does where mm-hmm. like, it can mount yeah. onto the back of you know of a of a starship and mm-hmm. can be like your your astromech guide yeah like you would have oh. on an X-wing or an A-wing or mm-hmm. so whatever letter wing R2. you want yeah, exactly she's the new R2 which would be very interesting because there's gonna be a moment where R2 and BB oh yeah they have interact to. They and have they have to. giant robot sex and they make little R2 BBs uh, but like. <laughs> Okay, first of all, you guys are like glaring at me. They have ages because then that's like, I feel like there's a really large age discrepancy there. We don't know how old BB 8 is. That's true, we don't. Are we talking about semantics then? You're saying they can't get it on? I mean, that has nothing to do with semantics. I mean, mechanically. I mean, mechanically, robots don't mate. Yeah, can't you just like insert his little robot? His probe? Mean, yes. His probe into I mean, her, I'm sure he disc. could, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, A, they're going to get anything enjoyable out of that. Because oh can they feel enjoyment? That's now a deep, we're talking That's a deeper question. Well, that we is... know that R2 can scream when he's in pain because he gets shot true. and he goes, wow! That is true. So he can scream when he comes, too. Wow. Yeah. That's a dis- that's a decidedly huh. more disturbing image. I can see the porn. However, now. if robots are going to mate, does that just mean that they get together and build a new robot? Oh. Well, that's see, funny you bring this up. So, do you guys ever see the movie Robots from I 10 love years robots. ago? Robots. Yes. Yeah, and the whole opening of the movie is them building, they, making the robot. Yeah. And it's the whole movie is a uh, innuendo for the whole opening sequence is, is an innuendo for sex, but it they're literally sense. just building the robot. They're just, <laughs> they they got the so robot it. in the mail. And it's the two parent robots building the robot. They're assembling the robot. Oh, that's really cute. Because every yeah. year he gets older, he gets new parts. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Aw, robots are cute. Robot. Robot. <laughs> yeah. So the other thing is that people have been speculating like crazy. Why is Luke not on 
on the poster? Why has he not been seen? Yeah, in where the he trailers? at? Yeah, who is Kylo Ren really? And like, why is he right. such a Darth Vader fanboy? Well, so I mean, yeah. at, so by casting alone, Adam Driver is playing Kylo Ren. So we yes. know that it's probably not Luke on that basis mm-hmm. alone. Right. There's been speculation that okay, so he <gasps> is he turning to the dark side, but there's also you know leaked photos of him looking like a Jedi Master. So mm-hmm. like, what, what if he is Luke's son? Oh, there's so, there's a lot of like there's the idea that Kylo Ren is Luke's son. There's the Ray's, idea Le- Ray Han and Leia's daughter. Han Leia's daughter. However, I also will note that um, Carrie Fisher's real life daughter yeah. is listed on the IMDb page. Uh, she's in the with, movie. She's playing another character. Yeah. yeah, there's no character name for her. <gasps> but the thing is, is she looks a hell of a lot like Carrie Fisher. Really? So I wouldn't be surprised if. And here's my idea. Flashback. Here's my thought. Han and Leia have a kid. That kid is Ray. Huh. Han and Leia fall apart, fall out of love, get separated, whatever, get a divorce. <laughs> um, obviously, Han kept Chewie in the divorce. Um, and then <laughs> the custody agreement <laughs> on the weekends and every other right. Christmas. He kept the he kept he kept the Falcon and the yeah. Wookiee. Yeah. So. Oh my God. And then and then maybe she kept the Le- and then Leia moved on, had another family, and then maybe. Uh-huh. Her real life daughter plays her daughter from that other family, and then kind of like that's maybe more of like the like the sentimental reuniting when like like Leia like falls in a Han's arms. And that, oh my god, that millisecond part of that preview where she fall, yeah, yeah. Oh my so, god, heartbreaking so, in like two like uh, seriously like two milliseconds. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. There's theories about that. I have a theory about Luke. Okay. I think you're not going to see Luke until the third act of episode seven. Maybe even later. Mm-hmm. He may be the last scene. Yeah. Oh God! Don't so, do that. To oh me. yeah, to totally set it up for eight. Yeah. Cause, cause, no, Damn it, JJ. Because here, here's my theory: you see a shot in a scene that looks very much like Dagobah with R two and the robotic hand. Yeah. Right. So here's my theory: post Jedi, Luke's feeling very conflicted that you know of what's just happened with with his father that uh-huh. he just redeemed him and just had to you know bury him. The Empire, we've now established, has broken into a warlord sort of society. Uh, the First Order is the remnant, the most strongest remnant of the Empire, but they haven't built the Empire back to its full p- uh, power. I think what Luke is trying to do is Luke is trying to keep a low profile because he knows the Empire is still out there. And they don't. And pretty much everybody who knew what actually happened to Darth Vader was on the Death Star. Huh. Everyone else who's still involved with the Empire just knows that Luke somehow got out. Vader somehow didn't. So they think that Luke killed (gasps) Vader. And I think Kylo Ren thinks that, too. I think Kylo Ren Mm. thinks that Luke killed Vader. So because of that, I think Luke is keeping a low profile, and he did the same thing Yoda did. He's hiding out in Dagobah because, one, it's surrounded with dark force energy because it's undetectable to the dark force users who are in that plot line. And, two... It's where Yoda was. Mm-hmm. It's where Yoda spent years communing and yeah. meditating and getting stronger in the Force. So he's there to either find guidance, or he's or he's either been doing that, or that's his base of operations, and he's been leapfrogging across the galaxy trying to find what's left of the Jedi Order so mm-hmm. we can rebuild it. That is. I so- also that's my theory. There and so there. The other thing I will say that kind of gives credence to that a little bit is um, so Abrams did say in an interview that. The events of the original trilogy have kind of fallen somewhat into legend. Exactly. And where Finn is coming from, Finn is coming from a place where he's, you know, a stormtrooper. And then he kind of 
you know, he's heard all of these tales for so long. And the way that J.J. Abrams put it, it implied that Finn has a sense that Luke is a bad guy. like, oh. And because he's got an empire... Well, because he's propaganda. A empire propaganda. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think I think that's really interesting. To whereas they say like you know people are like oh is Luke a villain is Luke a villain he's like well in a sense Finn kind of will see Luke as a villain yeah. because he's coming from this L- uh, other side yeah. of the war. Right. So that's my educated fan theory. My geek out fan theory is mm-hmm. how there's going to be a scene because you know there's a scene there's going to be a lightsaber duel between Finn and Kylo Ren. Yeah. There has to be. Because yeah. they both you both seen with sabers, naturally lightsabers tend to magnetize toward each other. And three just... prong lightsaber. Exactly. Oh, the, it looks ba- so the battle, the battle cool. sword one, right? So, awesome. so here's my theory. Ren's a little more experienced as a lightsaber duelist, right? So Finn's gonna have some trouble. Finn's gonna be down for the count. And if you believe in the whole Lucas Ring theory, theory, that there's all these things about symmetry, mm-hmm. that I think this is gonna be very similar to like episode two. Where a young Anakin is the, is bested by sure. this, you know, inexperienced Sith that is Count Dooku, in this case, Kylo Ren. Uh-huh. And I think just when you think that Finn's gone, I think Luke's going to show up. <gasps> and I think Luke and Kylo Ren are going to have a badass oh, lightsaber Oh, God, I hope that's right. That'd be God. really cool. And again, I have, that is literally, I have nothing to substantiate that. That's just what I want to see. Oh, sick. But it'd be so fucking cool if I'm, it happened. I'm, I'm picturing the applause in the theater right now. Right. You'd be fucking huge. Uh, crying, so crying in the theaters. I'd be, I would be <laughs> like, crying, sobbing, a little bit of masturbating. <laughs> I'd be crying, coming and laughing at the same time. Yeah. Can you die if you do that? No, it's it's coming, farting and sneezing. Sneezing. Oh, at yeah. the same Jesus. Time. Yeah. Uh, with your eyes, with your eyes open. <laughs> with your eyes open, <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> Lord. Um, you for sure will go blind <laughs> if you survive, at least. So there's some other aspects of the casting though that I'm really excited about. Uh, Simon Pegg being in it. Oh my god! Just because Simon Pegg. Well, that's his, that's his life dream. I know. I know. And he's been in both a Star Trek and a Star Wars movie. At yeah. This yeah. Point, so so there's. Amazing. Oh my gosh! This is so um, cool. Andy Serkis. Oh. Mm-hmm. Losing my mind. We just know his character name is Supreme Leader Snoke. We know nothing else really at this point. <laughs> but right? we think he's probably a, a mocap character. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, but it's Andy Serkis, which is great. Yeah. Um, we think he's the leader of the of the Dark Force users that are because apparently the Kylo Ren is not a hmm. Sith. Oh, okay. He's just an, another form of Dark Force user. Interesting. Wow. So that Snoke might actually be the leader of that clan of people. Whoa. I think it's what I remember hearing. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, again, everything up to this point is speculation. Yeah. And then so. Lupita Nyong'o. Lupita right. Nyong'o. She is for sure a mocap character. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, we um, haven't seen her yet, but... Gwendolyn Christie is Captain Phasma. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, the Dark which, Trooper. Which, this one is really cool because... She's the best. So, like, J.J. Abrams flat out was like... He's like... Yeah, I mean, we came up with Kylo Ren. We kind of stuck with this whole thing. But he's like, I saw Gwendolyn Christie in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. thought she was amazing, and was like, hell, let's add a female villain. Yes! And yeah. I want her to be it. And that was just, and it just came it to It made fruition. me so mad when some people were talking about, there were some guys who were like, oh, well, the armor should doesn't look feminine enough. And like, why does it have to what? be what? feminine? No, fuck those people. So first off, Excuse A, you me. can't have female stormtroopers, and B, you can't have female stormtroopers who are also badass marksmen yeah. who get fuck to wear you. capes. Fuck you. Exactly. J- um. Just because her tits aren't hanging out does not mean it has to be... You know, I got two whatever. words for you. Hunger Games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, you know, again, kind of going through, and I don't know, I don't know if this is for realsies or not, but 
Admiral Akbar? No, oh, no, he's in it. In fact, there's a, he's, there's a trailer, um, and I think it's one of the other international really? trailers. He's in a frame of it. Yeah, he's he's. You guys, when he pops on screen, we should all go. It's a trap! No, it's a trap! It's a trap! <laughs> it's a trap! We're all going as yeah. a team, you guys. Deuteronomy is gonna do well, nerds so on the street. I'm glad I should take Admiral Sackbar with yeah! me. Yeah, you certainly should. So wait, no, there's a scene in one of the trailers <laughs> where you Sack. see kind of the semblance of it's not the rebellion necessarily i mean it is still because uh-huh. the empire hasn't fully fallen yet but in so i'm now gonna have to dip into what is now considered star wars legends but previously the star wars expanded universe i love this post jedi leia tried to leia and the members of the rebellion tried to rebuild the republic mm-hmm. so therefore they formed the new republic right uh-huh. and i think leia was even the chancellor of the mm-hmm. new republic at one point because uh, she's awesome. Yeah, yeah. because she's awesome. She's and she also, guy. by the way, ends up becoming a Jedi. So that's awesome, Yeah, because too. she's, like, really good at politics and the Force. Yeah. Uh, and I think she's actually yes. what brings Luke back from the dark side. Because Luke does go in the dark side in the Heir to the Empire uh, series. Again, um, this is all Expanded Universe, yeah, which so is it's not, not official. canon It's not canon anymore. anymore. It's not canonical. It's not canonical. But what ends that's up happening... The so the new Empire eventually ends up falling because of... Uh, they could never get the full galaxy organized and there was always some other threat other than the the imperial warlords that would end up getting in the way those so, pesky warlords <laughs> yeah so they ended up going for a more of a loose um a loose alliance so they call it the galactic alliance instead of the rebel alliance oh. so it becomes governed more closely to how the rebel alliance was done but just a they're not rebels they're just okay <laughs> they're just the alliance at mm-hmm. that point um so you see kind of elements of that where it's post rebel alliance and maybe it's still the rebel alliance but maybe it's just them these now two warring factions of the galaxy at this point um there's like a scene where you see these look like the dignitaries around a table talking and stuff and it doesn't feel very senate like it feels more like i don't know alliance like is the best mm-hmm. way i can say it nice and so if, apparently if you look really really hard at one of these scenes akbar's in one of those in that shot. Nice. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Fucking Akbar. It's a trap. I'm going to be really excited about that. She's <laughs> so like, there he is. He's yes. there. I'm just, okay. I'm just really excited because, so we all have our tickets already. I mean, we, we Brian literally got them all for the group. Before it sold Before up. the trailer aired on Monday Night Football, like two hours yeah. before it. So Yeah, back, basically based off of the, because they released it based yeah. off of the East Coast feed. Yeah. So. Brian, you the best. Well, yes. no, it's, it's <laughs> yes, football. Football's live. Right. But so, but the case in point, it was an eight o'clock game on the East Coast. It was a five o'clock game on the West Coast. So I, I got them shortly after five o'clock. You got I, them shortly after five o'clock, but the game. But okay. the trailer hadn't released until halftime. They, they the, released the trailer, them a little bit trailer early. trailer released at 745. I still right. remember the text yeah. feed so at that time. So they released tickets was... a little bit yes. early. Yes, 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 they did. So the they only broke time... Fandango. They broke yes. Fandango and they broke one of the UK sites too. Yeah. The, um, the night the nerds watch football. Exactly. I know. I Dude, I was upset. I got stuck watching 30 minutes of football. God, how'd you placed. stand the agony? I was really upset. You're like, like, sports ball. We're, we're so confused. What what is it? What are they? What are they? Doing? No, are they I touching. Just, why are they no, going down? My, no, it was just like I, I. The reason why I don't watch football is because I hate the fact that it's so stop and go. So the uh, fact that it was so stop and go while I was waiting for the Star Wars trailer, yeah, I, I got know, really I upset. But um, so we have it all. We have our tickets. Yay. We're ready to go. We're seeing it on the seventeenth at seven p.m. Oh. at one of the IMAX domes. At, that's the point I, I was getting to. Is that we're seeing it in like for realsies fucking IMAX domes. Domed IMAX. Yeah. Strap in, IMAX. motherfuckers. We going for a ride. Like, 
I may need to take Dramamine, but I'm so <laughs> excited to see Harrison Ford's yeah. face consume my visual fields I'm super and excited. my dreams. <laughs> I'm super excited because that You said more- visual field. I was like, please say vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's another V word I can go uh-huh. with. I'm super excited because that morning. Dirty bird. Uh, Vanessa and I are going to be coming from Disneyland directly, so we're pretty much we're going to be we're going to have like a couple hours of downtime. We're gonna we're gonna no, I I'm really worried that we're gonna have to go line up. Oh yeah, that morning. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, we're someone to wants to take a day off of work, you know. I, I'd like to. I don't know if I can yet, but how? I mean, how early are we talking? You know, because I could definitely scope. Well, it's it a seven out. o'clock show, so I mean, people will probably be camping out the night before. Just realistically. God, well, I and mean, basically, we just need somebody to go there and hold down the fort so we can all get our seats in. Of course. Together. No, that's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah. who's, who's going to I think, be... I think hmm. Reed's probably going to take try and take a, a half day at work because nice. his work is literally across the street from the theater. So are you guys thinking, like, noon? That's going to be so sick. I don't know. I don't know if I can get there in time, though. Yeah. Or, no, I mean, but like, one of us at least at noon. Well, yeah, yeah. well as yeah. soon as we get back in and get the rental car back, we'll, okay. we'll head over. Yeah, I so. might be able to do that. Okay. I yeah. probably will. We'll talk about the logistics off the podcast. Right? This is so awesome, though, that we're yeah. going to do this. I'm I'm so excited. I oh, am already trying to think of what I'm going to wear. And you're probably going to ask, <laughs> are you guys going to dress up? And the answer is... Me. Probably, yeah. Um, I, I, have, I have this grand idea of making my own BB-8 dress. Nice. So, yeah. That's a awesome. spherical dress? No, like getting like... No, like getting like a white, like, kind of like... Not like a bubble dress, but like kind of like a... Almost like A-line like a type. Like an A-line type dress. And then... And then, like, making the, the, like, dress part, like, the body part. And then, like, maybe having a little pillbox cap oh. type thing with it. I think that'd be really cute. I do not have the time to do that. But it's a nice idea, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I think it's adorable. And it's just so... If you want to Otherwise... make Sarah's BB-8 dress, you can email her at Sarah at Nerdonomy. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you my measurements. Um, Ooh, Gina uh, might be able to do it. Ooh. Otherwise, I could also just get a bunch of, like, white cloth and be Ray. There you um, go. <laughs> wrap it up like a mummy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool i i'm very very excited i think yeah. this is probably the most excited i've been for a movie in a in a long time which has me concerned but yeah we're all being cautious <laughs> yeah, because we've it, been yeah. hurt before it actually and I, I i might be the first person to say this out loud publicly there was an actual moment after I saw the full trailer, that it occurred to me that I may not like this movie. Why? And here's and here and here it was a brief, really? fleeting moment. I don't believe it anymore, but I'm going to share with you my moment, my crisis of faith, with the uh, with the world. So <gasps> don't worry, Brian. You're with safe people. <laughs> you you see all of these repeated references to the original trilogy, to four, five, and six, right? And you look at you know, they, they got Lawrence Kasdan and J.J. Abrams to work on the script together. And you look at it, and it looks cool. It really does look cool. And I have every belief that they're going to execute those things well. But if you look at that, and you look at the, the chain of events of Disney acquiring Lucasfilm, and then very shortly after announcing they were going to do Star Wars, and you look at you know what they're doing with Star Wars Land, the, what they've done with fucking Space Mountain. Space Mountain is currently Star Wars themed mm-hmm. at Disneyland. It's hyperspace mountain That's right now. awesome. Temporary. It looks like very carefully veiled pandering. Pandering to fans of the original trilogy who are so pissed off about the prequels that they they don't want to risk doing anything different that could scare them off. So they just, they've crafted a plot around 
the original films so that they can get the fans behind it. Wow. That was that was my moment. That was my crisis of faith that I had. Oh, okay. Now that being said, you look at the trailers, and the trailers just just by trailer comp- comparison, the trailers for this look tremendously better than even the prequel trailers did. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. And uh, the storytelling looks so much more solid. Mm-hmm. J.J. Abrams has a much better track record. Mm-hmm. Yes. As a writer and a director. Preach. So, so, yes. So, I came out of it. But I need to acknowledge that there yeah. is a there is a legitimate fear that people are going to be disappointed by this movie. No, and, that, and that's very valid. And I will say that if there is any sort of sense of pandering, that it will likely be intended as homage yes and you ease them in with the first movie get the confidence and then the second movie you'll be able to go from there following that here you go here's the thing about trauma (laughs) (laughs) and also we also have to understand nerds don't like change no so you have to be very gentle with a lot of these traumatized nerds and what we're doing here is called exposure therapy (laughs) <laughs> and basically, we're introducing people who have been very hurt by this, you know, past experience of being very disappointed, yeah, very, very saddened, very let down. And you're coming up on a movie, on a new trilogy that's going to be nothing but nostalgia and fun and quality filmmaking. And if you can trust in that, getting into these new films is going to be much easier than you'll expect. Mm-hmm. I think we can trust J.J. Abrams because he's done nothing but had a good spirit about this entire yeah. experience. I mean, you cannot go wrong. Sure. And you know what? Strike me down if I'm going to be wrong, but I think this is going to be awesome. And you know what? I also had all these thoughts and feelings and hyperventilation before <laughs> Harrison Ford came out in a hot dog costume and, <laughs> and said... That you will, which by the way, fucking Harrison. Ford. Yeah, I know. Oh, God, I love that guy. Is he has yeah. got one of the best senses of humor it's in so Hollywood? Dry. And it's so dry, but it's so funny. Uh, oh, like Harrison. you know, actually, you know what I want to see? Huh. I want to see a conversation between Harrison Ford and John Cleese. Ooh. that would be very interesting. Now, That's hang on also- a second. It would be so dry, there would be a tumbleweed that rolls between <laughs> them. <laughs> and probably say something funny. So. I have my thought. Hang on a hot second. Hot dog. We'll come back. Thank you. Um, yes, Gordon hot dog. Dry. Dry hot dog. God bless that man. Dry Harrison. Here's the thing. Dry hot dog. Har- Harrison. Harrison Ford is a staple of Hollywood, right? Yes. And, you know, when people like that talk, they don't, There, there's two things they do. You, you don't shit talk. You can't no. at that level in the industry because it is poison yeah. for your career, right? Right. So how do you be honest and not shit talk is you talk around it or you you decline you try to find divert the conversation away from it without actually mm-hmm. addressing it right harrison ford does not mince words he just it's just not the way he is so if he loves something he will genuinely support it and if he doesn't he'll say something that's half nice about it and then move on to something else he did not do that with this movie mm. he said you will not be disappointed oh. i promise you wow so he's seen a cut of the movie. We know that. I'm yeah. sure Hamill and Fisher have seen a cut of the movie. And the whole cast, for that matter. Boyega. And and, and that guy, Daniel Sog. 
Daisy Ridley. Oh, oh that's first right. for Daniel. Rest in peace, by the way. Yeah. So how great of that that J.J. Oh. Abrams found that on social media Dude, and I totally, organized that. Can I say, though, I like totally thought about like fanboys and like... Mm. Right? The one guy who like didn't... He didn't... Oh, that's so it, came, it came true. I know. Yeah. That's just... Beautiful. I know, but it was like that whole thing of like them sitting down going, what if it sucks? <laughs> <laughs> right. And there's some asshole out there who probably is very cynical. It's like, man, this is just viral marketing. I saw the fanboys movie. This is just viral marketing. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's let's be perfectly clear. None of us are going out and getting you know tattoos of any of the new characters yet because we don't know we're not invading <laughs> we're not getting do you think we're just some asshole i think kevin's been talking about this too uh-huh. someone got a jar jar binks tattoo was like no, this well, is gonna be the best fucking well that was in ever. fanboys that uh oh, seth right. rogan's that... character got a full jar jar back piece and he's that's like right. this is gonna be the best character in the whole movie <laughs> that's right that's right thank you that's right that's where it was from thank you for bringing that yeah oh by the way so i actually i saw this oh god i think i saw it on cracked because Cracked is awesome. They always do all these kind of weird-ass fan theory type things. Nice. They, there's a fan theory out there that um, that Jar Jar Binks was actually the mastermind be- behind all the events of the prequels, that he was actually, like, just playing stupid. Oh, there's a fan theory that he's actually Kylo Ren. Oh, my God. At the very end, he's going to pull off the mask. You're going to see the ears flop out. And he says, Misa going to avenge you, Annie. A billion fans' jaws dropped. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was this whole thing. Like they even like talked about like how in the scenes where you know he's what he's like involved in any sort of fight scenes, and it's like it's like no man is totally drunken master. (laughs) And there's actually there's a great episode of the Clone Wars TV series where it is very drunken master style, where um, uh, Amidala is betrayed by somebody and there's mm-hmm. no Jedi around. They don't come until the very end. But Jar Jar convinces them that he's this Jedi master who's been following him around. And it just th- through sheer buffoonery and the fact that he's wearing a blanket on his head that looks like a Jedi cloak. Oh my he God. convinces him that and because he's a Gungan and there's a the, the there's a sizable motor on the palace that he just dips in and can swim. Everyone's like, that Jedi dematerialized <laughs> you know? It's like it if anything, that that would be Absolutely true. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. Yeah, I well, and I Abrams is too smart. I mean, no, it's that's definitely not going to happen. He's not going to be Kylo Ren. But also, I don't. This is going to sound really mean and really cold, and I'm sorry, but I don't think that George Lucas was smart enough to make Jar Jar Binks like that kind of weird diabolical character to Mm -hmm. actually be the mastermind behind all the prequels. Yeah, no. Um, (laughs) I mean, keep in mind that Jar Jar Binks was a character named by his at the time nine year old son. Yes. Oh, true. So yeah. It was meant to be a k- character for the kids. Uh, oh, no, absolutely shit. was. It's a fucking character named by a nine-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is going to be great. <laughs> yeah. So, what else? I mean, we spent most of this time talking about Star Wars. Because how can you not? How, how can, can you, you not? not? Um, what else is on the on the nerd radar that we should talk about? Mm. I don't know. Uh, rumors of casting for uh, Captain Marvel is still floating around. That yeah. People so, are thinking Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence would yeah. be great. There's this whole thing. So... It kind of pissed me off because MTV asked the question to Sienna Miller. Now, Sienna Miller is a great actress. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. And they said, you know, would you do the film? And she said, well, I don't. She didn't know. First off, she didn't know anything about the character. Ugh. So she said, if the script were good, sure, I would do it. And then, you know, a fan site like comicbook.com, whom I love. I mean, I, I regurgitate a lot of their content for the Neuronomy page. The headline was, Sienna Miller wants to play Captain Marvel. No. No. 
Ronda Rousey wants to play Captain Marvel. Oh, Ronda. Sienna Miller said she would do it if she was asked and the I script was Rhonda. good. That that is not the same thing. No. That is not the same thing. No, it's not. And that's just bad headlines. It's that that is that is clickbait. That's clickbait. It's yeah. clickbait and that's bullshit is what yeah. that is. And don't me wrong, I love you comicbook.com, but if anybody in your staff listens to this podcast, come on now, you're better than that. Yeah. Um so. uh there's a um there was also like early early rumor it's not going to happen, but early early rumor that um Katie Sackoff was was in the running but Starbuck. I know which would be fucking rad so um but I don't think I don't think she's got the level of star power that they're going to want to go for I would hate I would not like it if it was a no one if it was a obscure like model turned actress bullshit okay so th- you thank you for bringing it because that was going to be the thing I was going to say is it doesn't need to have star power behind it no. to get that character uh, I think you're I think you could be comfortably get like some mid-level star power there I don't think I don't think you need it I mean okay if you look at um like Elizabeth Olsen playing Scarlet Witch <gasps> like you don't yeah. like she was known by some but not by a lot no, you know so I feel Brie like Larson Mm. Ah. Nah. It would be interesting to see her switch to that kind of role because she's yeah. she's really good at playing um sassy but mm-hmm. like um, and this is kind of I don't know but like sassy but at the same time like relying on her sass because her she whatever character she's playing is a mess in real life so yeah, yeah. I, but and and to me captain marvel's not a mess no so not, not, you said that, not a mess she's <laughs> not a mess um <laughs> well brie larson does she's really good like protective oh no and type. she's and she's an amazing actress so mm-hmm. i think that that would be but like that kind of level of star power would be very interesting to yeah. see them go with However, because there's always the idea that doing a female-led superhero movie is very risky, um, they might want to go with somebody that has more star power that's just going to get a draw just by their name. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. I am looking towards the development of that. You know, at the same time, it's risky, but at the same time now, thankfully, say what you will, because it's very divided among fans, the Mm -hmm. Supergirl TV show, Mm -hmm. is... Doing well, yeah. You know, it did have a fall off. It's it's doing now, even though it's had a little bit of a drop off. It's doing better than now than Gotham was doing at the beginning of its first season. Oh, good. And it passes the Bechtel test. Yep. It has, good. you know, it's all about her development, about her trying to live up to her cousin's mm-hmm. uh, expectations, and not about her being a woman or being a female counterpart of a superhero. Mm. Well, so, I mean, okay, so the Bechtel test is really just that um, two women are having a conversation with each other about something that's not a man. So, and that, by, well, by but her, there's plenty of that. Yeah, there I'm just saying, so by, by her that. being, yeah. her character being driven to live up to her male cousin, I mean, yeah. okay. There is, but that's just super, that's how Supergirl was originally written. Yeah. yeah. And then there's room for her to evolve past that. I will say like from the Brian's pilot. saying, yeah. though, yeah. she mm-hmm. has other discussions. That's from the great. pilot, I will say there is only one small, and it's brief, it is yeah. a one minute scene where her, where Kara asks her sister to help her pick out an outfit for a date. Mm. That is that is it. Sure. That's the only yeah, scene. Yeah. Um, Everything else is much more about her and her sister being a spoilers a secret agent. Gotcha. So. Um, and I also think um, really interesting thing I'm looking forward to because that's it's coming soon. Yeah. Um, is Jessica Jones? Oh yeah, that looks so good. Because fucking David Tennant. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah. Um, anything he's in, I'm I'm supportive of. But also, I love the idea of. 
Netflix continuing the same, like, because it's the same tone as Daredevil. Yeah, they're trying to put together the Defenders as well. Yeah, I, yeah. it's just so cool. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, I mean, I've kind of, like, talked about how I, the problem that I have with um, with DC films for the most part is that they're trying to make everything gritty. Mm-hmm. Everything is so gritty and dark. Um, I like the fact that Marvel has options. Yeah. Nice. Um, you and can I, do Ant-Man, but then you can also do Daredevil. Exactly. Or Jones. Yeah. 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 So that's uh, that's what I'm really, really looking forward to because I like this whole kind of dark seedy underbelly and knowing that these things are happening while like, you know, because they talk about the events of the Avengers and everything like that. So it's very interesting. And, and if you're only looking specifically on the TV realm to, to look at, you know, Daredevil compared to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And it's like, dude totally different things and i love that there's like variety there it's it's totally is the spice of life (laughs) absolutely it's great um and with that you know let's close things up we actually read all the feedback on the last episode episode. brett's feedback oh we want to say you give a shout out to brett yeah because brett is one of our most loyal listeners. He's been there days. since like the get go. He's the probably get-go. our biggest fan, I'd even argue. We're super excited because he's working on his own podcast. Yay! Yeah. I don't think it's released yet, but look, take it, keep an eye out for it. It's, it's going to be called out. Nerd Couch. Uh, super excited. It's going to be a gaming podcast. Yeah. So that'd be great. Well, uh, to be talking about a lot of things, broad, yeah. it's going to be nerd culture in general. But mm-hmm. their their pilot podcast episode is going to be about gaming. Uh, gaming, yeah, and just about that world. And I love Brett; he's just such a really passionate nerd, like the rest of mm-hmm. us. Yeah. And to be able to uh, plug his his work is is really just exciting. Yeah. So as as Brett's show starts to pick up, I'm sure we'll plug more in the future because we really admire. I I personally admire him a lot. Yeah, and I really love the fact that he's always reached out to us and found a lot of inspiration in how we love to talk about what we talk about, and mm-hmm. he gets the chance to finally do that. Absolutely, I'm we really are proud, proud of you. him and really yeah. excited yeah. to listen to his yeah. stuff. Absolutely. So, yeah, thank you. Um, if you sent us a feedback email in between the middle of November and when this gets released, we apologize because this was re- this was recorded in November, but we will get to it. We promise you. Totally, we always uh, do. Exactly. Yeah. Or if we don't, it's because we've got overloaded with feedback and may have got lost in the ether. But that doesn't mean that we don't appreciate it. And we always read everything that comes in. Yes. Hell yeah. Listener feedback. Yeah. All right. So now for some updated feedback for you guys that's current. So uh, remember back when I asked for hate mail? Uh, because, you know, as Roxy said, I strangely need it for some sort of validation. Well... The only person to send us the hate hate mail that I asked for was Athena, and it was so good, we couldn't not share it. So, Athena, sorry that we took so long to share it, but, uh, you know, at least we're doing it, so stop crying. All right, here we go. Sean, you're just so full of yourself. Let's just start with that. Like, you think that your name being spelled S-E-A-N is the only acceptable way. <coughs> Douche. Also, I think that you are cultured enough to talk about more than your dick. Oh, wait, you can talk about weed endlessly. How do you <laughs> how do you even have friends, much less a fiance, being so shallow and vain? You're so vain, you're actually asking for hate mail? Maybe you should have a therapy session with Roxy, and she can sort out your demons. But, in all seriousness, you always make me laugh. I get a kick out of the, uh, out of the needed Akbars you receive. Also, when you zone out on the show, then pop in and say exactly what someone else already did, makes me giggle. I hope you like any hate mail you get. 
Thank you very much, Athena. Uh, even though it was tongue in cheek, um, I got to do some serious self reflection because uh, it's pretty spot on. So I'm going to be doing a therapy session with Roxy here soon. Uh, and I'm, by that, I mean, we're probably just going to, you know, get on Skype, get really hammered, and then she's going to berate me the way that I, I need to be berated. Uh, the next piece of feedback comes from James. James gave us some advice about uh, compression for our audio, as you can, you've heard plenty. There's been some issues we've had back in the day, and I just wanted to thank you so much, James, for giving me some tips. We're working on it, and we're, we're doing our best to make the podcast sound a lot better. So uh, that's going to do it for the updated feedback. I'll let these other clowns close up this lost episode. Bye. Um, that being said, Sarah, why don't you tell us how they can send us the feedback? Carrier pigeon. Yep. Yeah. Carrier pigeon. I was going to say yes. message in a bottle. But, uh, <laughs> we're bringing back the old school methods. Yep. 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 Um, we're working on a P.O. box, by the way, folks. <laughs> we are getting, we are very close to having that. Literally. Yeah. So yeah. those cookies, I yeah. smell them already. Yeah. And we're also working on smoke signals. But uh, you can, uh, the more convenient way of getting a hold of us is you can go to nerdonomy.com, click that big old talk to us button right there. We'd love to hear from you. That emails us. Um, when you do email us or talk to us, please tell me where you're from yeah i am working on a map um <laughs> to uh to put up on the website to see where all of our listeners come from totally. um and so while you happen to be on that page you can also go to our blog go to our merch page check out some of our backlog um if you see any sort of ad link on there just click on it maybe do a little bit of shopping something like mm. that you know and it all goes back to help support us you can also click the donate button um and help keep supporting our podcast and doing what we yeah. do because until we get a thousand bajillion listeners and people actually start doing real ads on this mm -hmm. uh we need your help to keep going mm -hmm. so um mm -hmm. you can also follow us on social media you can go to facebook instagram twitter just search for nerdonomy i promise you will find us but the most important thing you can do is tell your friends about us retweet repost Tell them, you know, while you're in the line at the grocery store, tell your checker about us. Um, you can tattoo our name on your forehead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, tattoo it in a mirror. Yeah. Backwards, so when you're in a mirror, it looks Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of different really cool ways that you can tell your friends about us. Stripe stamp. But if you just feel like giving a review on iTunes, that's all good, too. But the, but the best thing to do is spread the word nerd. Like, like a bird, a bird card. card. And, you know, with that, it is that time. So until we meet again, nerds, stay nerdy. And tune into our next exciting episode. Same nerd time, same nerd channel. Nerdonomy.com. Bye. See ya. And roll credits. And now, famous movie quotes you should not say during sex. It's a trap! <laughs>